Please don't, please don't do that. Please don't, do that. Please don't rap. Please don't rap. What happened? It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> the test checks out. Hello. This is me. Please don't rap, Ben. Hi, I'm Ben. Why yeah. would I have rapped? Wow, my name's Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, can we do a Ben? Can we do a Ben Rice impression? Yeah, just real bored. Yeah, just real bored. Yeah, yeah just, yeah, just bored. Uh, oh, I host a beer podcast. I'm trying to find uh, your tone. This is true, actually. It's actually a rather popular podcast. I'm trying to find your tone. It's not a popular podcast. I thought it was. It was like no. it ranked on Stitcher. Just uh, hi, Jesse. What? This oh, is Jesse. Oh yeah. This is Jesse to Jesse. Hey, Remember, Jesse. you are louder than I am. You are louder hey, than I am. Jesse. I'm happy. Hey. <laughs> yeah, but secretly sad, I think. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a secret. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me happiness. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... So many people! So many people. Okay. Very good. Very go down. Okay, there we go. Very good, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Stab here at uh, at Stab. Stab at Stab. That's the name of the show and the building we're in. Uh, we're here every Friday at 10 o'clock uh, here at 1710 Broadway, Sacramento, California. Um, are you, you guys want to meet your contestants? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Jason Anderson right there. He's uh yeah! Writes all of his jokes in a Gideon Bible. Very good. Yeah, very good. <laughs> They're free. They're free. Anyone can take them. Right next to him is a Christiana Dominguez. Hi. Behave, everyone. She's a lawyer. Okay. <laughs> or an attorney. That's not, that's not nice. Okay. Well, I just I want people to obey the law. Sitting next to uh, Ben Rice. Ben Rice. Yeah. Ben Rice. And next to him. Jesse, Jesse Jones. <laughs> I'm your host, uh, John Morris Ross IV. And oh, we're all just moving. Are you guys okay down there? Okay. Welcome to STAB. How are you, Jason? Best day of my life. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, it's the best day of my life. Why? What happened? Um, nothing. Nothing, <laughs> really, yeah. Nothing. I make every day the best day of my life. It's a boring wow. answer, but happy. That's very positive. Yeah, everyone hates me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm better <laughs> than, than, than you and all of you, yeah. Very good. Well, thanks for being here, Jason. <laughs> Christiana, uh, hey. how are you? Did you... Uh, <laughs> Just send anyone to prison today, or are you that sort I of lawyer? I don't do that. Oh, I don't do that. I don't did, do that at all. Did you fall in love with an inmate at all? I know. I don't. Well, but it had nothing to do with my day job. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Well, only if they're an orange. I don't like stripes. <laughs> That's a lie. I really like stripes. <laughs> like, like a man in stripes. Yeah, I do. Was that like a 1940s prisoner? Did they do stripes? Yeah. Or was it? Yes. You you just love referees. I'm into period prisoner <laughs> stories. Very good. I don't. Okay, bye. I get it. I get it. Ben Rice. 
Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Are I uh, I ate a burrito uh, <laughs> earlier. Oh, uh, yeah. And usually you know how you microwave them and they're too hot? Yes. I didn't fall for that trick. <laughs> I baked my uh, burrito oh, for the instructions. Oh. Yeah. And uh, it's much harder. I actually have a burn <laughs> on my lip going up to right here. Yeah. It's uh, up under my mustache. Nice. I have a burn. It's from yesterday. It's very, it's very painful. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. So you just waited 45 minutes to get burnt this time. That oh, was yeah, yeah. Yeah. We know it's from mustache rides. We know. All that, all that friction so on your friction. 14 minutes. Okay. <laughs> 14 minutes. Okay. Uh, Jesse Jones? Yeah. What's new? It's, I don't know. <laughs> Six years we've been together. Yeah. Aww. This has almost Aww. outlasted my uh, second marriage. Was that the longer one or the shorter one? That was the longer one. Oh, okay. Well, already passed that first bullshit one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, start, the starter marriage. Yeah. That she left me. And, uh, oh. oh. <laughs> Not a good time to bring this up. I guess I'm I wasn't <laughs> cowboy enough, you know? <laughs> I was oh. not my words. There's a lot of meaning behind <laughs> that. <laughs> Everyone, uh, man. Uh, you just, it's yeah, a running theme, them. for sure. Yeah. We have 163 episodes, <laughs> and I have... Seventy divorces I've talked about for sure. <laughs> anyway, let's play stab everyone. Let's let's oh, do finally. that. Let's do that. <laughs> there it was. And everyone thinks that's the intro for uh, bad lip reading. Uh, but we've been we're older than that show and we've been using that <laughs> sound effect for longer. All right, uh, you guys. Uh, people, you people. Uh, this first no, segment's it's called fine. <laughs> it's fine. Jesus. Please, this first segment's called Reorganization. It's for everybody. Uh, please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Uh, what does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, being that today is National Cook a Sweet Potato Day. I don't know if you knew that. Today is National mm. Cook a Sweet Potato Day. Uh, today's acronym is YAMS. Y-A-M-S. YAMS. Uh, Jason, what does yams mean to you? <laughs> Can <Yams>. I pass? <laughs> Can you do? Is, yeah. um, yams. Yams. <laughs> y is for you. Oh, yams. <laughs> A. Yams, you always. M. My. You always my yams. <laughs> S. Yams. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Jason coming in hot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Christiana, did you try? <laughs> I wrote that <laughs> out. There's words. Very good. <laughs> There's words. <laughs> Christiana, what does what does yams mean to you? Yams. <laughs> oh, hey, Marge. <laughs> How are you? I always run into you in the same lane here in the store. It's great. How is, how's Peter? He looks so tall on the basketball court. Oh, I know. Do you know what Becca wanted for her birthday this year? She wanted a shirt that said yams on the front. And I thought, oh, maybe vegetarianism? I don't know what she's trying now. You know that the shirt a couple years ago she wanted YOLO? <laughs> you only live once. So she tells me, you know what yams means? 
yeah, and mad shit, she says. And I said, Becca, <laughs> we don't use those words here. <laughs> she said, Mom, everybody says it now. Like, what'd you do on the weekend? Yeah, mad shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know what? I had to, I had to call her father. <laughs> and I had to say, Stanley, I think... I think she's doing the drugs again. <laughs> she said, no, mom, it's just fun. It's what the kids do. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't have a hashtag in front. <laughs> no, it's the, it's the, th with a line. We used to call it a pound. <laughs> anyway, good to see you, March. <laughs> Very good, Christiana. We made a lot of eye contact during that. <laughs> I had to direct it to someone. The audience scares me. More eye contact. <laughs> Hi. I never we'll get to know each other in the next segment. Okay, guys. I don't think I made that much uh, uh, eye contact with any of my marriages. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess right. you just look like a March. Yeah. <laughs> ben. <laughs> ben Rice. Yams. All right. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how, like, uh, when you have, like, a really vicious dunk, you're yamming on somebody? <laughs> you know? In basketball? Yeah, you yammed it on him, you know? Like, like for me, that means, like, Young athletes, massive slams. <laughs> but uh, that's that's just a throwaway thing. Uh, so yams actually is a uh, yams is actually a horror movie uh, designed specifically for white people. Mm -hmm. uh, this Thanksgiving, experience the anxiety of yams. Yearly, annual mystery suspense. <laughs> Excuse me, is is that pumpkin pie or sweet potato? Yams! <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> These poor new people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> we should have had more beers. <laughs> you guys really need your liquor license. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would help a lot. That would. <laughs> it's it's coming. <laughs> Jesse, yams. yeah. Yeah. As long as all three others combined. <laughs> God damn it. I don't believe in a lot of things. Gods, monsters, ghosts, common core, ast <laughs> astrology. Basic dietary guidelines <laughs> that jet fuel can burn hot enough to melt steel. <laughs> All superstitions, suggestions, and downright lies. But the one thing I do believe in, the principle that guides my life's every decision that I will defend to my early, not overly tragic grave, is yams! <laughs> Learn it. Love it. Live by it, because it is the one true path to happiness. Yes, always make sandwiches! <laughs> A slice of bread. Whatever makes you happy. Another slice of bread. <laughs> it is the simplest joy in this life. There is no, no purer form of bliss. There's never been a time in your life when you have most needed a sandwich and you've been let down. Perhaps you were betrayed by a sandwich once, 
a sweaty truck stop sandwich in loosely wrapped cellophane, somehow both soggy and crusty at the same time. You trusted that the inherent goodness of sandwich would outweigh all of the clear warning signs that this sandwich was not to be trusted. And then the sandwich caused you to eject everything you had ever put into your body immediately and from both ends at once. (laughs) (laughs) Someone of a very relatable sandwich experience. (laughs) Even then, even in this, the darkest hour of sandwich, you were still left with an anecdote. A story that you can always reach for, like a trusty sandwich. (laughs) To fit into any conversational situation. Sandwiches are better than sex! (laughs) Think of every sandwich you've ever had in your life, and every sexual experience you've ever had in your life. And I'm willing to bet there are fewer sandwich experiences that have left you muttering to an empty room, my God, what did I just put in my mouth? (laughs) And don't bring your evil hate speech into my yams. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Who hurt you? (laughs) (laughs) Meat, bread, condiments. How you classify it matters not. If it helps, I'll fold up my lunch and call it a peanut butter and jelly dog. (laughs) I will grill a cheese-filled pita. I will egg salad a tortilla. (laughs) Club, open face, even the sloppiest of Joes, they are all cousins from the noble house of Sandwich. (laughs) I will do whatever I must to bring a healing touch to the world of Sandwich and Yum classifications. So if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're unsure about whether or not you should have a sandwich, stop! You've already answered your own question. Yams! Yes, always make sandwiches. Very good. Yeah. That was reorganization. That brings us to our next segment called uh, Topical Haiku Challenge. Uh, contestants, please have written three haiku in regard to the following topical story. Uh, here's the headline. Fearing their dogs will develop autism, some owners are declining vaccinations. This is a real story. Uh, The anti-vaxxer movement has moved beyond vaccinating children and seeped into the realm of pet vaccines, according to The Telegraph, uh, leading the British Veterinary Association to clarify that dogs cannot get autism. Uh, Let's hear these haikus one at a time. We'll start with you, Jason. No vaccinations. No park, just Parkinson's. (laughs) Jenny McCarthy. (laughs) Very good. Christiana? Spot, Fido, Max, Patches. None of them want to get stuck looking for an out. Ben Rice. Uh, this first one is titled Dead Rover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, formerly Puppy Chow. Um, <clears throat> what the fuck is this shit? Since when did people stop caring about dogs? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Look, I didn't read it in rhythm, just yeah. so we're clear on what happened there. But it is the syllable count. All right. Fuck off. As long as there's still seven, 17 in there. We window. will go back and check. <laughs> Jesse. My first is titled The Signs Part One. Avoids eye contact, obsessive flapping, rocking. My bird's autistic. <laughs> All right, Jason, you're second of three. Okay, this, this one is titled Yams. <laughs> Why? Oh, okay, sorry. No, no. Oh, wait, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yams. This is the first line. No vaccines mean arftism. Vaccines worse than puns. <laughs> Very good. That was written out front today. <laughs> that was written out there. It was. <laughs> Christiana. I don't have titles. <laughs> Jenny McBarthy. <laughs> Thank you. Am I right? Am I right, dude? Shit, man. Fuck Oprah. <laughs> Shit, man. Fuck Oprah. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it tracks. It works. Yeah. Ben. Uh, this one is entitled, You're My Boy Blue. <laughs> Where the red fern grows. No. <laughs> now called... Where we were going to plant a red fern. Oh. <laughs> uh, dead. That one's for readers. Because they die hella young. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Jones. The Signs, Part 2. <laughs> Fecal Obsession is upset by loud noises. My dog's autistic. <laughs> I'm starting to feel bad for this one. Huh? <laughs> 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 All right, uh, third haiku of three, Jason. Uh, this is titled Old Hella, not vaccinated in parentheses. <laughs> parvo, Parvo, oh. <laughs> Parvo, 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 oh. <laughs> parvo, parvo, dead. <laughs> oh. Oh. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Christiana. That's what you think, jerk. I just want to connect with a single squirrel. <laughs> Very good. Ben. Uh, my last is entitled Spoiler Alert. Uh, this is gonna, I'm going to read it the way that you guys think I should read it instead of like I did the first one, even though it's just the same uh, speech pattern. <laughs> this totally makes... Sense. Most anti-vaxxers are. 
cat people anyway. (laughs) 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 Jesse. Dovetailing wonderfully. The Signs Part 3. Odd sleeping patterns. Not responding to their name. My cat's autistic. Very good. That was the topical haiku challenge where we... Where we poke the infirm. Uh, Stab, always punching down. (laughs) This is fun. Let's just sit in this. That brings us to our next segment called uh, This Was Today Once. Uh, Jason Anderson. Yes. I don't know if you knew this, but today is World Thinking Day. I knew. Today is World (laughs) Thinking Day. Uh, Also on this very date, 2018, a man throws a grenade at the U.S. Embassy in Montenegro. He dies at the scene from a second explosion uh, with no one else getting hurt. How would you celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? So I didn't Google this side note. So he he threw a grenade, but that grenade didn't kill him. A different thing killed him that also was exploding. Right. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Now we I think so. The more you know. <laughs> yeah. right. I, was I not clear? Or was good. No, was, yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Okay, all okay. right. So um, what I did, um, let me see. I, I listened to and learned all the words to that Bruno Mars song. <laughs> and then after I learned all those words to Uptown Funk, <laughs> I thought I should have learned the words to that Grenade song. <laughs> Wait, this is a, just a journal entry. <laughs> this is a... The end. <laughs> Very good. You were. See, gener- generally we give people uh, <laughs> maybe like a day and a half or so to a day and a half to mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, most of the time, Ben, quit shaking your head. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, you guys received these prompts last night at 1031. I was, yeah. <laughs> so they've only had a day to work on it. A work, a work day yeah. to work on <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not during the... Okay. So anyway, uh, this is a disclaimer I should have done at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Christiana Dominguez. <laughs> <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> Christiana, on this date, 1856, the United States Republican Party opens its first national convention in Pittsburgh. Uh, also on this very date, 2006... Apple's iTunes store sells its one billionth song. <laughs> How'd you put these things together? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, the only way that you can celebrate these two events is to download, like, your top tribute list to the GOP. It's <laughs> current state. Um, so, starting at number 10. Loser by Beck. <laughs> number 9. Loser by Three Doors Down. (laughs) (laughs) Number eight, Lonesome Loser by The Little River Band. (laughs) Number seven, uh, actually just a lot of stuff by Tchaikovsky. (laughs) (laughs) Number six, Back in the USSR. (laughs) Number five, So You Had a Bad Day. (laughs) Number four, I Fought the Law. (laughs) Number three, Let It Go by Elsa. (laughs) 
No, it's really by him. Elsa, obviously. Uh, number two, The Gambler, by Kenny Rogers. And number one, Criminal, by Fiona Apple. <laughs> Very good. You know they won, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Not the popular, but what? God. <laughs> Shit, man. Ben Rice. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if you knew this. Today is Crime Victims Day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Crime Victims Day. Uh, also on this date, 1992, Ed McMahon, 69 years old, weds <laughs> Pamela Hearn, 37 years old. Uh, how'd you celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Well, John, obviously, uh, somebody marry that old marrying someone that young is a bit of a crime. Uh, <laughs> so the victim would, of course, of course, be Miss Pam Hurd. You know, so I did a quick Google search for some. A uh, chance to gorge myself on some low-hanging fruit. Um, but unfortunately, that Google search took a turn, and I found the following website, uh, waydownsouthsugar.wordpress.com. Uh, way as in weight, uh, sugar as U-G-A. We've got it all here. Uh, the uh, article is entitled, My name is Pam McMahon, but it used to be Pam Hearn. Uh, I'm going to read the whole thing. Just strap in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. This is, this is I, didn't make, I didn't make this up. This is real. Just, you, like I said, way down southsugar.wordpress.com. All right. Uh, <laughs> my life's best described as a roller coaster. A roller coaster run by some hungover, sleep-deprived madman. I have gone from being the fat girl, we're talking 5'9 and 190 pounds in fifth grade, to fashion designer. From teen runaway to entrepreneur. From struggling as a single mother to suddenly finding my soulmate. From the Northeast to the West Coast. From the West Coast to the South. And to starting my life over yet again. As a widow and, well, let's just say a few years north of 50, here I am once more as the fat girl. No, wait. I'm the single over 40 fat girl. I should, I'd just probably read this in a different voice. Um, <laughs> this is a match made nowhere in the vicinity of heaven. I was so blessed to have been married to Johnny Carson's sidekick on The Tonight Show and television icon Ed McMahon for almost 20 years. Ed loved me for me, for the woman I was at the very moment we met. Not for who I could be if I would only stop eating, start exercising, and lose 30 pounds. Not if I was prettier, smarter, a better wife, mother, stepmother, daughter, sister, or friend. He accepted me, adored me, but more importantly, Ed was proud of me. Even if the only thing that fit was a pair of XXL, <laughs> elastic banded sweatpants, and one of his humongo Tonight Show t-shirts. I never had anyone love me that way before. Through thick and thin, literally. <laughs> he... <laughs> He was my knight in shining armor. The problem was that I never learned to love myself. I know, it's a lot. I, you know, every time when you give me these with like what should be a home run, easy layup type thing, you know, I always uh, just take, I, yeah, I, I jam it home. Uh, I always decide to like, for some reason, do like a weird fadeaway three-pointer with like three defenders on me. I just, I like scroll down a little bit further on the Google search. I'm like, oh no. Uh, so... <laughs> This was actually pretty close to the top, honestly. It was like the second result. Uh, it was June 22nd, 2009, when Ed passed, and I truly felt my life was over. The intensity of my grief and sadness quickly turned into physical pain. Remember that time I talked about like uh, witnesses to murders and how they were always killed uh, because there was no protection for them? It's kind of like that. Uh, 
I couldn't imagine my life without him. <laughs> I was supposed to be Googling like an assassination attempt at the White House or something. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I couldn't imagine my life without him. I tried to numb the heartache and fill the emptiness the same way I always had in the past. Was it past. with food? With food. <laughs> oh, so I ate. I ate and I ate and I ate. And I've been eating ever since. Until this morning when I opened my closet to get dressed and could no longer pretend that almost every item of clothing in my closet had a rare shrinking defect. It has been four years since Ed went to heaven, and I've eaten every refined carb I could get my hands on from Los Angeles to Kentucky. Yes, you heard right, Kentucky. That's where they keep the. Good my ones. father was in the coal business. Chicken my, was born there. This was six yes. years ago. Yeah, yeah uh, my father was yeah. in the coal business in Northeast Kentucky, and I decided to take a break from life in Hollywood and get back to my roots in Lexington. Shocking, I know. I still can't believe it myself. It is a beautiful, calm, relaxed place to find yourself. But Kentucky is the home of Crisco, sugar, <laughs> bacon, and, and the refined carbohydrate, making it a dicey place to call home if your drug of choice is food, as it is and has always been mine. Was this a book report? <laughs> <laughs> I have four this... paragraphs left. No, no, don't. no, 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 no. Wait, Ben. Oh, all right, guys, here's the thing. All right, here is the thing. I'm not going to. You want me to finish? Fine. You wait, guys, wait, Ben. This is heartbreaking. Let me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have a song for me? Thank yes. You. <laughs> all right. Yeah. To eat carbs or not to eat carbs? <laughs> it's the first question I ask myself every morning. Throughout my turbulent childhood, food was my security blanket. It was always there for me, providing comfort and distraction from life's quandaries. However, as I grew up, the difference between life's quandaries and reality became blurred. I was attached to food in the same way that Charlie Brown's Linus was attached to his blue blanket. (laughs) Food was the fabric of my life, and I have carried it into my adulthood, which, to be perfectly blunt, really, really sucks. At the ripe old age of nine, I embarked on my first diet. Now, you might think this is a bit extreme, but with a family who considered 190 pounds to be the perfect weight for a fifth grader, I had no other choice but to get creative. And then, there it was, like an angelic vision glowing from inside my closet, the blue velveteen puff sleeve dress. Now, the sleeves on this thing fit so tightly, it had cut off. You know, honestly, I didn't read this paragraph. Let's skip it. <laughs> This was the beginning of my 40-year battle with weight and dieting. As I grew into adulthood, my food issues grew right along with me. The only difference was I took what I was willing to do in order to lose weight up a notch, a.k.a. my 30 years of extreme dieting. It's time to let go of this dream that my magic diet ship will come in and save me. Get over it, Pam. It just doesn't exist. (laughs) All of these extreme diets are an an illusion that can bring a false sense of security, but they are just as temporary as they are tempting. The fact that I've been on every diet known to man and weigh 180 pounds is proof of that. Now, what am I going to do about it? This is the last paragraph. We're finally big finish. Uh, now, what am I going to do about it? I have two choices. One, continue eating myself into oblivion and feeling sorry for myself. Oh, oh, poor me. I just can't help it. The minute I see a donut, my body is overtaken by aliens. Before I know it, I have eaten six warm Krispy Kremes. I think we all know how that movie plays out. Or two, once and for all, take control of my life and no longer let my fears and excuses overshadow the beauty of embarking on an exciting challenge that has the potential to reward every single aspect of my life. It's time I throw caution to the wind and go for broke. Oh, I forgot. I am broke. <laughs> Let's change that to go for our old gene size without spanks. 
Do you know the saddest part is there's not even any comments on that? Oh, there yeah! <laughs> oh no! All right, so you lost the chance for that. The author, the author of that was Pam McMahon, formerly Pam Hearn, uh-huh. and of course the crime is that there are no comments. <laughs> the wife of recently deceased Ed McMahon bears her heart and soul. No comments. One blogger likes this post. <laughs> That's the crime. That's the victim. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Please enjoy the rest of the show. Very good, Ben. Very good. You monster. Is she dead, though? Because the blog stops in 2014. I'm worried. Has anyone checked on her? Didn't check it. Maybe she's... It would be really... We still... (laughs) it'd It'd be really weird if all of a sudden... There were just a bunch of yeah, just a bunch of random comments, comments because <laughs> she had a blog post read on a Sacramento <laughs> podcast. What if we save her life and we all like yeah. val- we validate? Uh, we might have been five it. years too late for that ship. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, I don't know. Mm. Worth it. A- anyway. You wrote five sentences <laughs> and read three pages. Yes, correct. <laughs> All, All right, right, Jesse. Let's let's go ahead and finish the segment. <laughs> uh, I have children to pick up tonight. <laughs> All right, Jesse. On this oh, date, ben. on this date, 1983, the I notorious faster, so I didn't realize how long this right, would be. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> All, right. All right, Jesse. On this date, 1983, the notorious Broadway flop Moose Murders opens <laughs> and closes on the same <laughs> night <laughs> at the Eugene O'Neill Theater. Uh, also on this very date, 1630. Indians introduced pilgrims to popcorn at Thanksgiving, which I didn't know <laughs> was in February. Hey, yeah. blame Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, how, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? As an aspiring writer of things, I've learned the need to redefine the meaning of the word failure. Sure, Moose Murders was such a catastrophic disaster that it has since gone on to become synonymous with a very, with a very specific type of failure, But that has, in its own way, sort of made it something of a success. And it's that back door into success that I've patterned my own television writing career after. Here are just a few of the TV pilots I've submitted to studios, which have received varying degrees of very encouraging form letter rejections over the years. (laughs) Uh, There was one about a modern-day brothel run run by the ghost of an Old West madam called Boobs. Uh, It was an animated show set in a magical world of adventure following one young boy's travels through the kingdom of Ice Cream Tropolis where he fights spaghetti dragons and spelling goblins while trying to save Princess Bookmark Lady from the evil Dr. Bus Stop. And at the end of every episode, we're reminded that all of these adventures are taking place in in the mind of a child trapped in a coma after being struck by a bus on his way home from an ice cream party. Celebrating the school's new bookmobile. Oh, I want to see that. <laughs> well, talk to Nickelodeon. <laughs> and of course, there was my difficult to describe comedy writing panel show, <laughs> where guests have to write responses to prompts given to them by the show's host just 24 hours earlier, which absolutely no one has shown any interest in. <laughs> But all all this has led to my latest pitch, which I'm very confident in. It's a wacky period comedy called Welcome to the Continent. 
And it's kind of a perfect strangers meets Hogan's heroes kind of thing. <laughs> which follows a well-meaning but inept group of 15th century British settlers making friends and inadvertently causing just a little good-natured genocide. <laughs> As they can't understand why one at a time, their friendly native guides keeps dying no matter how many thank you blankets they give them. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Where's my thing not working here? There we go. There we are. Thank you, Blankets. Right. Two, more, two more much shorter segments. You guys can tough it up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I keep checking in with you. Yeah. yeah. Is everyone still? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this next segment is called Movie Makeup. Uh, please compose a synopsis based on the following movie titles. Uh, all movie titles, titles were brought to you by WordCounter.net's random word generator because I'm lazy. Jason Anderson, the name of your movie is called Tight. Endangered flap. Nice. Story of my life, guys. <laughs> Story of my life. So many people high-fiving me right now. You guys, it's crazy. It's crazy. In a world. In a world. When it was June 19th, 2009, when Ed passed away, and I truly felt my life was over. So I ate, and I ate, and I ate, and I've been eating. I will shut this goddamn since. show down right now. In a world. <laughs> what was the title again? <laughs> Tight endangered flap. Tight endangered flap. In a world where where porno titles are ambiguous with, with art house films. <laughs> One man, parentheses consenting, <laughs> has to decide how will we help conserve the endangered flap. <laughs> and rise their conservation level to merely at risk. <laughs> From the producers of the runaway art house porn, loose overabundant bead curtain, <laughs> comes the second installment of the global blockbuster, Avatar 2, tight endangered flap. <laughs> will John Sully, won't John Sully? More importantly, will you? <laughs> He will. He will. He will. <laughs> he will. All right. Very good, Jason. Very good. Not bad. That was not bad. <laughs> that was suffice. <laughs> Christiniana. Aw, that was a good save, though. Christiana. There you go. Okay. Uh, the name of your movie is called Long, Breezy, and Dead. <laughs> Long, Breezy, and Dead. Doesn't feel very random. <laughs> well, the words popped up randomly in the name. Then you just added punctuation. And then yeah. <laughs> Long, breezy, and dead. The story of Ed McMahon's marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. No, no. <laughs> Can't go back to that well again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Long, breezy, and dead. Produced by Flower Films, Wes Craven, and a 1999 Delius catalog, this romantic death romp is the dramatic reenactment of the entire Lana Del Rey oeuvre. Starring Lily, Colli Lily Collins and Colin Hanks, long, breezy, and dead, asks, asks us what happens when two beautiful people, an axe, and six bolts of all-cotton double gauze spend an entire weekend on a Nancy Meyer set. The answer... 
Does it even matter? <laughs> I mean, like, can we even? <laughs> Very good, Christiana. Ben Rice, the name of your movie, Kitten. Are you ready? Kitten, lizards, so. Kittens, lizards, so, S E W. All right. Uh, should I find an accent on this or just, just go? I, I mean. Kitten, lizards, so yeah. takes place in the ultraviolent New York City of the 1970s. <laughs> Up and coming mobster brothers Frank and Hank, let's be Frank Vespucci, <laughs> were born small. <laughs> The sons of Kathleen Kitten Pagliucci and Eddie Lizard Lips Vespucci, two of the finest tailors in Little Italy, Fred and Hank were often overlooked in the seedy criminal underbelly of 1970s New York City, which again is where this is set. <laughs> so they, they combine their forces by having Fred climb on Hank's shoulders and pretend to be one person whom they call Frank Vespucci, a combination of Fred and Hank. Soon they, he, were what? Climbing the ranks of the underground. Until one day he, they? <laughs> were stabbed in the face with a soldering iron by one Anthony Benedetti. To add insult to injury, Benedetti mocked them thusly. Does your mother sew? <laughs> to which Frank responded, yes, actually, and so does our father. Unflummoxed Benedetti shot Frank in cold blood. Get her to sew that! He bellowed. <laughs> <laughs> and, th and then she did. With her husband. Because the tailors. And that's what they do. Kitten lizard so. <laughs> it's an unnecessary spin-up of, of Joe Dirt. Uh, but at least it's not Joe Dirt 3. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Wait, wait, wait. One question. Wait, uh -huh. they, they didn't take their father's name, they took their mother's name? <laughs> Everyone else? It's Pagliucci for the mom and then Vespucci for the dad. Their last name is Vespucci. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Benedetti is the... It's uh, Clem. Uh, Leave it's it for Kitten Wizards 3. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, if you want all this information, check the fucking wiki. <laughs> Although we did learn some nice things about Ed McMahon. What a good husband, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, uh, not if you know. read the other blog post I've, post I found. Oh, Apparently no. he got sick, he stopped paying his mortgage like... She's on Skid Row, man. Oh, well, yeah. just let's that. read it. But I don't know if it's like Skid Row LA or Skid Row Kentucky that wasn't or made the, clear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> fortunately, she was on Skid Row five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> She's in a better place now. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually concerned for Pamela Hearn right no. now. In a world, I'm not. I'm just, I'm right. just assuming she's she's dead now, and all of her troubles are behind her. <laughs> so, so Jesse, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. The name of your movie? Oh, is that worse or is that better? Yeah. I like to think that it's better. If you choose to think that it's worse, then that's I think that speaks more to, to you than it does to me. <laughs> I don't know. Passed away March 30th, 2018. Uh, oh, just a year ago, oh. almost a year ago today. <laughs> <laughs> Some say you can steal. Damn it! Now, now it wouldn't be fun to post a bunch of comments on that post. Yeah. 
One seven. Wait, seven grams. She weighs less now than then. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's. Jesse Jones. Now, now I'm the asshole. Yep. <laughs> the name of uh, the name of your movie is called Obsequious Wine. Yeah, that was a random word, was it? <laughs> Obsequious came up on on the random yeah. word generator. Hey, if everyone wants to go to wordcounter.net, uh, <laughs> random word generator, and just push the button, and it gives you five words at a time that you can pick from. Oh, so there were three other words that you could have chosen besides obsequious. Obsequious wine, as in the drink wine. Yes. Yes. W-I-N-E, wine. Obsequious wine is actually one of those commercials disguised as an already short film where at the end of the commercial it gives you a link to a website where you can see what happens next. (laughs) The kind of thing which literally zero people in the history of the internet have ever done. But if you had, you would have been treated to this, to, to this, the majesty of the art school commercial for obsequious wine. Obsequious. Adjective. <laughs> Attempting to win favor from influential people by flattery. Synonyms. Bootlicking, fawning, sycophantic. <laughs> Wine, noun, (laughs) an alcoholic drink made from fermented grape juice, synonyms, wine, (laughs) obsequious wine. Has anyone told you today that you're wonderful? No, they should, because you are obsequious wine. All of your boss's best ideas were yours. (laughs) He knows the lie he's living. He fears your smart brain. And your strong handshake grip makes his already inadequate penis shrivel. (laughs) Obsequious why? (laughs) Women want you. Men want to be you. Or the other way around. Or both. (laughs) Whichever answer you want. That's the one I want to give you. With my mouth. (laughs) Obsequious wine. Your unparalleled good looks make a sunrise look like a piece of dog crap. (laughs) Like a chalky white old dog turd. Sunrise just laying around forever being stupid. And nowhere near as magnificent as you. Obsequious wine. (laughs) Obsequious wine. Have you lost weight? Yeah, we thought you did. Looking good. (laughs) (laughs) The Pamela Hearn uh, memoir. Obsequious (laughs) wine. All right, this brings us to our final segment. I'm sorry, guys. It's almost <laughs> over. I know. Uh, <laughs> final segment's called uh, Location, Location, Location. Uh, congrats, everyone. You all own these shitty businesses. Make us want to come and buy stuff from them. Uh, Jason Anderson, you sell gay cheese to straight people. 
<laughs> close to home. That's <laughs> getting close. Hey, breeders! <laughs> Have you ever wanted a gay friend? Are you wondering, is the man selling the cheese gay or is the gay cheese gay? Is the cheese... Put it in your mouth and find out. <laughs> gay cheese. Except my cheese's sexuality as well. Not only... We're both gay. <laughs> gay cheese. We put the homo in homogenized. And you put that homo in your mouth. <laughs> your straight mouth, you traditional love fool. <laughs> Buy the cheese that Johan at the farmer's market described as so hot. <laughs> like, temperature-wise, this isn't right. <laughs> Gay cheese. Just like straight cheese, but cooler, but hot. <laughs> Gay cheese, not your grandmother's cheese. No, it's your grandmother's friend's cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Gay cheese. <laughs> your grandma turned gay when your grandpa died. Gay cheese. <laughs> gay cheese. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Very good, Jason the homosexual. Actual homosexual. I'm allowed to say this. I'm yes, part allowed, I'm part allowed, we need context. Yeah, Jason, yeah, yeah. Jason makes gay cheese. Super cheese. <laughs> also gay. Christiana Dominguez, you sell used teddy bears to needy children. I know. It's dark. <laughs> hey, Dad. Hey, Dad, look. Look at that one. It's got a red gingham bow. You mean I can have any bear I want, Dad? Any of them? What about that big one on the end? It's got a little bear in its pocket, Dad. Can I have that bear too? Oh, Daddy, thanks. This is the best outing ever. Wait, Daddy, why does this, this bear smells funny? Why does it smell funny, Daddy? Daddy, this, this bear's got a sticky arm. Why is this arm sticky, Daddy? <laughs> Daddy? Is this just the goodwill? It's, it's not a vintage teddy bear store at all, Daddy. It's just the goodwill. It's all right, Daddy. It's okay. I like the bear. Maybe we can wash it. <laughs> You sold the washing machine, Daddy? Oh. Oh. Very good. Very good. Oh, man. This is a bummer show. Jesus. I feel like we're all working some stuff out this week. <laughs> man, lives with these people. Uh, ben Rice. Ben. Ben. Ben Rice. Thank you. <laughs> you sell timeshares to time travelers. <laughs> I'm going to make this real easy for you, man. I'm going to make it super easy. You pay like 2000 bucks a year to rent like a mid-level hotel suite in Hawaii for like what? Like a week every two years or something? All right, you got it? Now remember, you can time travel. You can just keep traveling back to the same week over and over. Like Groundhog's Day or Russian Dolls. You've seen that shit on Netflix? It's good. Uh, 
But you don't have to learn anything from it. You don't have to learn a single thing. You just leave the same week and make it better every time. Plus, boom! You own a home for two grand! You're welcome, idiot! <laughs> there you go, Ben Rice. There you go. <laughs> On the nose. Very good, Ben. <laughs> Didn't have time to write that. He was writing, <laughs> writing that blog post. <laughs> Backdating, I'm like, how do I make it so it was posted seven years ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's easy time, time travel. <laughs> oh, it's true. Oh, oh shit. It's true. It's all true. Did you kill her? <laughs> <laughs> Are you her, Ben? <laughs> Jesse Jones. Yes. Uh, you sell snakeskin cowboy boots at a hip-hop concert. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Everyone's nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made it work. <clears throat> Hello and good evening, fellow hip hop enthusiasts. This exhibition of rhymery certainly is on or off the chain, hook or ratchet. No? Well, then, enough good natured slang adjacent greetings and revelry. Let's get right down to biggity business. You want some real straight fly kicks, homie? Well, check it right out. See my feet? Nah, you can't, because they all covered up in fucking snake. Check those funky fresh hella dope ass stomps. <laughs> that look like you straight stuck your foot either down the throat or straight up the ass a some punk bitch snake looking motherfucker <laughs> like a boss <laughs> yeah word and for sure good tennis shoes are made of leather which is all cow butt and shit <laughs> but what's scary about a bitch ass cow Lactose knobby, not like snakes. Them squirming mofo and mofos can put up a fight, even though they don't got no arms or shit. They got scary as fuck toofs full of poison. That's crazy as a mug if you even think about it. It's like all snakes is, is a mouth looking to try to fuck you up. <laughs> But Nadji Money Flow Master MC rhymes the best. <laughs> when you got the ends of your legs all dipped in snake, all the busters are gonna know you took a walk down the food chain and fucked some bitches up for fashion. Because you're all that, and then even more of that. <laughs> Plus, since they're cowboy boot style, it looks like you're collecting redneck trophies or some shit. <laughs> Every purchase of one of my one-of-a-kind snake boots comes with a call left on your voicemail from a fat white girl <laughs> begging you to give her boyfriend Jim Bob or Cooter Lee or Honky Jack his boots back. <laughs> But nah, F that noise, right? Right. 
I sell snakeskin boots, and I'm here to say I sell snakeskin boots almost every day. <laughs> Words. <laughs> Very good. That is, that's the end of Scab. We had fun. Uh, one more time for all the contestants you saw tonight. Jason Anderson. Jason Anderson. Christiana Dominguez. Ben Rice. Jesse Jones. Hey, if you want to hear more stabs, go to one of our many online outlets or just go to iTunes and enjoy all 168 episodes uh, right at your face. Uh, my name is John Morris Ross IV. Thank you guys for coming out tonight. <laughs>